0: sorry. This narrative is no longer in service. Please check your narrative and try again. Message 20210325. You're listening to Questionable Material, produced in New York by Jack Helmuth and Brian Sack. QMPodcast.com. Painting pros. My name is Tommy. How can I help you? Hey, Tommy. Um,
1: I was drunk dialing businesses. And could you tell me again what your business name was? Yeah. Painting pros. Painting pros. Oh, good. Yeah. Uh, Cool. Um, you know what? I mean, I was going to just, uh, hang up because I think it's hilarious to drunk dial businesses, but I actually do need a, a painting job here down in the house. So I was wondering what, um, what sort of services you guys offer and what sort of the cost is. Sorry, I'm drunk. Uh, well, we do painting.
0: C- cool. That's, that's a really simple business model. Yeah. we. I mean, I, we figured it out. We just wanted to do painting. So we came up with the name painting pros. So we could just, you know, advertise our businesses as, as people who paint. Hmm. In a professional manner. Y- sure. That's what the pros stands for, isn't it? Well, originally it was painting pros and cons. Oh, okay. But, uh, we couldn't get the listing for that. So we just shrunk it down to painting pros because the see. cons thing, we wanted to set expectations, which is very important in mm-hmm. business. Sure. And we didn't want people to think that there were no cons associated with painting.
1: Right. Now that makes sense. What are some of the, you know, I'm going to I'm a positive type guy. What are some of the pros to to your
0: business? Well, you'll tell us what you want to do as far as paint colors. Mm -hmm. Like if you go to Lowe's or Home Depot or any hardware store, and say you bought some Benjamin Moore and it was called Misty Concrete or Nacho, and you have that kind of paint color, we have a calculator. We can figure out how many gallons of paint you'll need based on how many how much wall space you have. Mm -hmm. And we the pro being that well, first of all, we'll know exactly how many Gallons of paint you need. We won't overbuy or underbuy. We buy buy. Right. Uh, and on top of that, we know, you know we know how to get the paint from the can onto your wall. And, and awesome, yeah. And that gives you the color that you wanted. So if you were to look at your wall, you know, t- say today, and you looked at your wall and you said, "Oh, I really, I, I wish it looked more like the color musty towel," then we would go to Lowe's or Home Depot and, and order exactly that much.
1: Well, th- this is so comforting to hear. First of all, uh, I always worry that uh, painters who will paint my house will do it more of an, in an abstract way and just throw buckets of paint on the wall and then say ten thousand dollars, please.
0: Yeah, well, that's that's modern art, and that's not something we do. It's not something we support. Um, we just do traditional painting. So we'll use, say, like a brush, mm-hmm. or a, yeah, or a roller. Man, did you know there's a pole? that you can put on the end of a roller so you can reach up high. So you don't need to hire a nine foot person. You could be a four foot person with a five foot pole.
1: Good Lord. I haven't even thought about this stuff. This is why I keep telling my damn wife, we need a calculator like you guys have.
0: See, and that's one of the pros. That's why we're painting pros.
1: How, how did you swing the calculator?
0: Well, um, I have a son and he, he was taking a math class Mm -hmm. and they allowed him to use a calculator. So I took it. Is there anything in your life you don't have going right? Well, I mean, that's, that would be the cons. Oh, okay. Go ahead. First of all, we spent most of our money on rollers and poles, extension poles. So we can reach Mm -hmm. pretty much everywhere and and cover lots of space. We have no money for drop cloths. So one of the cons would be if you have furniture or rugs or wood floors or what have you, um, you can expect a certain amount of of spillage, is what is the term we use in the painting business, okay. um, to occur, which can, of course, damage upholstery or rugs or floors and, and cause a, a little bit of consternation. So, of course, that is a con. We have floors everywhere. Yeah, that, no, we we've, we've seen that in pretty much everywhere we've been, and you know, we we try to not get paint on the floors. Obviously, that's a that's a negative. It's a thing you don't want to do, mm. but it's very hard because you know Rufus is there. He's wild. Um, it's a you know he he's a Caucasus mountain dog. He 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 sees paint cans as the enemy. He'll attack them. You know he thinks he thinks he's attacking some kind of an animal, but no, it's you know it's it's, it's several gallons of paint. And before you know it, you know it's all over the floor, and you're chasing after Rufus, of course. And we like to wear uh, flippers. As if we were scuba diving, because we like the sound of a flipper on a hardwood floor, to be honest. When you're painting, it kind of breaks out the monotony of painting. Sure. So of I course, do
1: worry about the the mental health of my painters. So that's, that gives me great comfort. Thank you. You're welcome. So, um, I'm a little concerned though, about this Rufus character.
0: Caucus's mountain dog.
1: Yeah, no, I, I know that. So he, uh, will, you're going to allow,
0: um, a fairly wild animal into my house who's going to attack the very things you're using to paint my home. Well, Rufus is a member of my family. I rescued him. He's a rescue. He's from the shelter. He's scared. Whoever had him before was not nice to Rufus. Right. And did not bring him in all his jobs. Uh, Whereas I'm different that way. Rufus is part of the family. I consider him like an assistant. He's someone who wants to help us paint. He doesn't know what he's doing. Of course, he's a dog. He, he's got a lower IQ than many dogs. And, and of course he, he does have a tendency to attack gallons of paint. Does, does he
1: consume a lot of paint? Is that what makes him a little bit uh, less intelligent?
0: Uh, well, I have reason to believe that he's consumed a lot of lead paint in the past.
1: Okay. What what would those reasons
0: be? Well, he, he acts like an idiot. <laughs> He just acts like a straight up idiot. He's just, a, he's super dumb. Like, you know, when he has to go to the bathroom, you'd want your dog to kind of walk up to the door and and, and maybe sit and bark or, or sit and wait. And he puts on the toaster. <laughs> he plugs in a toaster. He He'll step his little paw on the toaster, pushes it down. And of course, I'll be in another part of the house and I'll smell something burning. And I know, oh, Rufus needs to go to the bathroom again. That
1: feels highly intelligent.
0: Well, you'd think that, but based on the notes he writes me, he's not that bright.
1: Like, okay, give me an example of the most recent note Rufus gave you.
0: He didn't like his food mixture. Okay. Uh, I'd been giving him basically 80% dry food and 20% wet food. Mm -hmm. And he said uh, in his silly dog ways, uh, more wet food, please. But he spelled please, P-L-E-E-S if you can, right. if you can imagine that.
1: That's embarrassing. It is. I look, I don't want an animal that's stupid in my property. I'm sorry. I know he comes with you, but the, it's going to be a deal breaker for us doing business together. I don't want a dog who can't spell basic fourth grade words. Not a
0: problem. I'll, I'll bring a steak. I'll stake him out in the front yard. And then when I'm yeah. done, I'll come get him.
1: How much lead paint have you eaten?
0: Well, I mean, I, I've been in this business for a long time. My dad was in this business for a long time. He did used to feed me paint. Uh, it used to be much better. The flavor back then was so much better. The lead just added so much to it. Sure. That you just don't have that these days. And it's kind of a shame. They've taken all the flavor out. Imagine a frosted flakes without sugar. Right. Of course. Well, this is the problem.
1: Like, I don't want to get political with a stranger, but this is why big government is a real problem.
0: That's what I did. That's what you did. I'm sorry. I Wait, what did you do? I wrote that. Big government is the real problem. Where did you write it? On the wall of somebody whose house I was painting. And you can imagine they did not like it. I bet not. Whose house were you painting? Uh, the head of city council. Okay. <laughs> you know, he took it as it was directed at him. Of course. In his master bedroom, mm-hmm. which he took great umbrage to. I bet he would. But it was me just voicing a random opinion that came into my head as I was painting his walls with right. prims green. And how did you guys settle this dispute? The usual way. Oh, what's the usual way though? I have a nine foot pole.
1: <laughs> you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and, and do
0: business with you. Well, thank you. I'm going to go ahead and take your business.
1: Okay. Um, so I was wondering if we could maybe start with my daughter's room,
0: Sure, do you have a color in mind?
1: Uh, she's white. So, Brian, you know, recently on the show, we did yes, a Jack. segment. yes, yeah, no, it's good. It's you know uh, why this show is so popular uh, is our our comic timing. So anyway, thank um, you. <laughs> okay. um, recently on uh, an episode of the show, We uh, we got into something we haven't normally gotten into, uh, which is music, Um, uh, talking about music. And the segment was so popular with fans that um, we decided uh, or I decided because you actually don't know this is coming um, to uh, to do it again and use your uh, area of expertise, which is all things music. To explain the uh, lyrics of songs, I'm going to give you a track of a song. And mm-hmm. because you have heard just about every album in existence, you're going to tell us what the track of, the, uh, of, the, uh, of uh, the song is about.
0: That sounds like a great idea. I love music so much. And I, you know, it's a part of my life. I mean, I wake up to music. I I spend my day listening to music. I I can see my wife saying words, yelling at me, but I can't hear because the music is just so loud in my headphones. And i walk down the street listening to music. I get struck by vehicles listening to music. I'm just in the hospital. I don't know what the nurse is saying. I've got my headphones on. I love songs, Jack. I love going to bed to music. I love music keeping me up all night to the point where I have some kind of auditory psychosis and I just hear noises that aren't really there, like a phone ringing because I haven't slept because I love music so much.
1: Wow. You really love music. It's okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, so the, you are the perfect guy. So, um, what I, what we did last time was we went through uh, Paul McCartney's last, album, right? His most recent album that had just come out. And, um, and we, we, talked about that. So now, uh, you know, some, another singer who was in the news in the last month or two is, uh, is Tony Bennett, of course. Now, uh, his family, Tony Bennett's family, uh, admitted recently that, um, Tony's had uh, been fighting uh, Alzheimer's disease
0: oh, really? since 2016. Well, you I mean, you must know that. Of course I knew that. I was just, I was putting together a, 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 a paper about it. Mm, Oh, wow. What's the, what's the paper called? Um, Tony Bennett's Alzheimer's, uh, a a study of geopolitical uh, uncertainty in troubling times.
1: Sounds funny. Yeah. So, um, so uh, let's, let's, let's dive into Tony uh, Bennett's uh, last album. You're a huge fan, right?
0: Yes. Big time. Tony Bennett fan. I've got all the albums, uh, mm-hmm. most of the posters, um, mm-hmm. a lot of the, the koozies, the drink koozies. That was a huge thing back in the day.
1: So Tony Bennett. Yes, um, love his, him. His last is one of his most recent albums um, released on uh, September 14th, 2018. Mm. So I wanted to let's go through some of the tracks and you can tell us what uh, some of these beautiful Tony Bennett uh, ballads are about. Okay? Yep, absolutely. Okay, so so track number uh, one. Oh, yeah. Really interesting. Yeah is uh, called S wonderful. S-Wonderful, S-Wonderful. S-Wonderful. Yeah, it's two minute, 52 second track. And um, I, we'd love to sort of know about this song. I, I'm sure our listeners would be very excited.
0: Uh, yeah, so um, basically that song is about a gentleman who's in love with a lady. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. And he wants to woo her, to win her over and steal her away from her her husband. And so um, what he, he sees, the Swiffer, his wife has a Swiffer? Yeah, of course. And he has an idea, cause he wants to leave his wife and pick up this woman. You know, mm-hmm. It's a romantic song. And he sees the Swiffer and he says, well, I bet the guy who invented the Swiffer got the ladies. So what mm-hmm. if I invent something even better called the Swonderful? <laughs> so the song kind of follows along as, as he kind of comes out, like what the? What does the Swonderful do? <laughs> Yeah.
1: But, well, tell us. Go on. What This is This is an incredible story that I want to hear unravel.
0: Well, uh, the Swonderful uh, cleans your floors, of course, because that's super important because mm-hmm. that's what a Swiffer does. But how do you one up the Swiffer, which basically you just push in it and it cleans your floors or kind of gives the illusion of it by making it smell like you clean. Right. The Swonderful uh, does that, but it has two poles. Mm-hmm. And so the idea being the a man and woman would kind of hold each pole and, and push and, and swift together, which is mm-hmm. more, which is wonderful. And, uh, and then as they're cleaning the house and, and pushing the dirt into different places, mm-hmm. kind of just relocating the, the grime and the hair. Uh, like a Swiffer does. Yeah. They're looking mm-hmm. at one another and, and falling in love. Wow. That's really, um, One of the stupidest things I've ever heard. Why don't you like it?
1: Well, I mean, man and a woman shoulder to shoulder sweeping is just not practical. I mean, like you you couldn't get through doorways. You couldn't like sweeping is really, you know, aside a
0: home, probably a one person job. If you're going to be so close to each other. Yeah. But I mean, that's how you fall in love. You're you're together. You're you're not necessarily cleaning, but just moving things around. Mm-hmm. with a disposable, uh, mop head that'll wind up in the Pacific in a matter of months. <laughs> and, um, and you're falling in love. You're falling for that person. And you both have, you have shared interests. You have the, a, an interest in the appearance of cleanliness. That's, that's a, that's a lot of story for two minutes and 52 seconds. Tony Bennett is known for packing a lot of story into his songs.
1: Yeah, I, I guess so. Well, that's why he's one of the masters. Um, track number four. Oh, right. Uh, and, and Oh, yeah, I know, right? Um, nice work if you can get it. Yes. Tell us about that song, please.
0: Well, it's about um, a, becoming a diversity, equity, inclusion officer <laughs> at, a, at a Fortune 500 company. And Oh, uh, I see. Because it, it really, it doesn't take a lot of background. It doesn't take a lot of education. doesn't take a particular amount of skill but Mm -hmm. it pays well. And really your job is just to find fault with things, Mm -hmm. which I know I'm very good at. I'm sure you're good at it. Most people can find something to complain about somewhere. And so it is nice work if you can get it. Well, it really
1: is. And especially, I mean, I always felt bad for those people who, um, you know, uh, majored in that in college and had, had nothing, you know, no way to earn a living with it until we've sort of have made up these, um, Pointless middle management jobs. I'm really excited for them now. Well, that's nice work if you can get it. Um so topical. Good for him. Yeah. Um uh track number seven.
0: Mm. Is this a good one? Oh yeah. If I recall, it is. Yes.
1: Yeah, which of course the the title is Somebody Yeah loves.
0: Loves me. Somebody Loves Me. Right. That's the whole mm. title. Yeah. I, if I recall yeah, that's The whole yeah. title. That's somebody somebody loves you know, me. Right? Yeah.
1: Cause you know, all this stuff back and forth. I mean, it's not like you're just making this up. It's not like you've never heard this stuff and are just making it up on the spot right now. Yeah. You know this
0: stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. Somebody loves me.
1: Yeah. So tell us all about um, the Tony Bennett song. Somebody loves me. Is this a ballad?
0: It's a love ballad. Yeah. And um, it's just about a kid who's walking home from school mm-hmm. and a white van is kind of shadowing him as he's walking. And then he comes up to an intersection where he's going to cross the street and the car's waiting, and he and he's waiting to see if he can cross the street. And the gentleman driving the van uh, looks over at him and and waves. And the boy thinks, oh, somebody loves me.
1: Oh, yeah. and then that's so nice.
0: Oh is, oh, is there more to the song? Well, there's more. That the man you know kind of directs him to cross the street, and the boy starts crossing the street. And then the man leans out of the driver's side of the door and just starts talking to the boy. Just to make sure he's okay, right? To make sure he's okay, and if he wants to see the puppies that are in the back of the van.
1: Oh my gosh, I love puppies! Yeah, I, that's, I hope that does the kid do it. I hope. Oh yeah, that's great. So, uh, what? Go on. What else happens?
0: Well, um, and then you just see the van driving off, <laughs> and the boy sitting in the back of the van, and he's in a burlap sack, and he's just thinking. Somebody loves me.
1: <laughs> oh, geez. It took a dark turn.
0: <laughs> that's,
1: what is it? It's an odd choice for Tony Bennett to make.
0: Yeah, it's um, that was exactly what the label said. They were furious. They, you know, they didn't produce the music video. They refused. So he produced it out of his own pocket.
1: Like it, Even in 2018, when music videos aren't that big a thing anymore, he had such passion about this song that he felt that the video needed to be made.
0: Yeah. He was, he was adamant that it needed, needed to be made. And people said it was, it was dark and creepy. And, and what, what the hell are you doing? And, um, and he just said, it was a message that a story that needed to be told.
1: What, uh, what was the casting of the, uh, of the video?
0: Well, Val Kilmer <laughs> as the van driver. Uh uh-huh. <laughs> Um, and then, and then just a kid, they literally threw in the back of the van. So, okay.
1: so, oh, so they were casting the video as they shot it.
0: Yeah. So it's an uncredited child. Um, and it says in the credits, it just says uncredited child. Uh, they nicknamed him Screamy. <laughs> but, uh, well, you know, why? Well, cause he, 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 um, he was vocal. He was vocally against being thrown into a van and, and, driven off. And, uh, he was obviously very distraught when he was released
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, oh, okay. on the
0: side of the highway. Sure. <laughs> which in retrospect was not the best place to drop him off.
1: No, I would guess not. W- what happened to
0: Screamy? Oh, he he morphed. He morphed? Yeah. Into, into what? Squishy. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, you know, it's a felony for the truck driver who hit him or no, no, just, you know, the kidnapping and dropping somebody off on the side of the highway. And it's unfortunate. Wow. But it's a catchy song. So
1: so you're telling me you can't kidnap a kid if you're Tony Bennett anymore and leave him on the side of the highway. Is that what you're telling me?
0: Yeah. That's it's not wanted. It's uh you so know,
1: this is Obama's America. We're still dealing with the fallout from
0: this. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Years later,
1: man alive. All right. Uh, track number eight it follows somebody loves me. Uh, track, uh, track eight, do it again.
0: Yes, do it again. Wait, what's that song about, Brian? Uh, do it again. Well, um, it's about the Enola gay. <laughs> Oh, cool. Yeah. So the pilots are flying, they're approaching Hiroshima. They -hmm. look at each other because they're kind of nervous. They don't know what to expect. And then they drop their payload and head out. And of course there's this tremendous flash and carnage and stuff. And then they look at each other and they kind of feel like, wait a second, let's do it again.
1: (laughs) So. And again, this is off the Tony Bennett album. Love is here to stay.
0: That's right. Love is here to stay. That's the name of the album. I forgot about that.
1: Yeah. Love is here to stay yeah. released uh, in late t- uh, 2018. Yeah. Um, a- and, and he wrote a song about uh, the, the need or or the desire to uh, bomb Japan again with an atomic bomb.
0: Yeah. Cause he, you know, he was like, uh, he's like, well, he did it once. They didn't, they don't seem to be surrendering. Do it again. Yeah. Love is here to stay. That's the album. <laughs> if you ask him, I mean, he would say this is his favorite album because he's standing in the shower with a basket of strawberries and he's not, you know, he's not quite all there. He's not certain what he's doing. Mm-hmm. So he he will say that this is his favorite album and then he'll point to the basket of strawberries and you, you want to tell him it's not an album it's strawberries, but you feel bad. yeah, he's a legend for those people who are afraid
1: we wouldn't do Alzheimer's jokes.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry to disappoint you.
1: So Brian, I'm sure you've seen that uh, d c statehood is uh, in the news a lot lately. Hey, Jack. <laughs> man, we are we're clicking today.
0: we're like we're like uh, two people you know making love. It's the time differences because you're in New York and I'm in Florida right now. Yeah,
1: you know, that, that is a good point. We, you do have to go through a bunch of time zones for, for these, uh, for this conversation to land. Yes. Yeah. No, that's very true. Um, so, but, and how is Florida by the way?
0: You know, I'm not disappointed. I, oh, um, man. I was, I draw, I was driving and I saw a sign for a bar and they said, it said full liquor bar mm-hmm. and they spelled liquor L I C K E R. Mm-hmm. So that was wonderful. Sure. And I went to a gun range
1: mm-hmm.
0: and with the kids and uh, they had a poster that I sent you the picture of, of a, mm-hmm. of a Saudi looking man with a gun to a, a ginger lady's head. Yep. Which was as politically incorrect as it is wonderful and funny. <laughs> <laughs> and they also had of a full liquor bar. They all had a full liquor bar in the gun range. No, but the uh, the gentleman working the the gun store uh, did pull out his shirt and uh, to show me a bullet wound inflicted by his quote unquote old lady.
1: That's amazing. Yeah.
0: So she was mad and she shot at him, which is just a normal thing to do. I, I suppose so. Florida man, Florida, Florida woman. man. Yeah. Florida man, Florida uh, wife. Well, so DC statehood yep. uh, is in the
1: news and um, you know, it, It's a hot hot button issue. Democrats want it uh, supposedly to make sure that everyone has uh, uh, their voice heard. Um, You know, I think it's probably a little bit more about uh, getting more seats in Congress, uh, in the Senate uh, that are going to vote Democrat. Oh, I can't believe they would think that way. I was wondering if you could tell us, you know, you're a, a, a state scholar. That's a thing, right?
0: Yeah, I'm a scholar of states. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm yeah. big into statehood and state trivia and all sorts of things.
1: How will things be different in D.C. Um, once it is a state instead of just a, a district?
0: Well, all the license plates will have to change. Oh, yeah,
1: of course. Because mm-hmm, they cr- they mm-hmm. currently
0: say taxation without representation. Mm-hmm. And uh, that would have because now they have representation. Right. And so those license plates would, would um, change. It would say we done did it. With an exclamation point, okay. And they won't really come out and say what they done did, but I, everybody kind of knows. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Now that makes sense. I'm surprised, you know, because it also would have worked just to sort of use some whiteout and just have
0: it say taxation. That's true too. Yeah. That's uh, that's what you don't think about when you're fighting for your statehood or just representation. <laughs> so you could save money on plates and just you know, block out the without. You yeah. Could have of taxation course, of course. and representation. Yes. You'll get a little ampersand sticker that you can peel okay, so, off and put on your license plate.
1: Yeah, so every resident all 700,000 of uh these people in this new state that's 8 miles long um uh, would uh, would have that. Right. And have it mailed to them. Yes. Cool. Well, that's that's great. It's a good use of funds. What are some other changes that um that we can expect, you know, D.C. is a big tourism hub as as the uh, center of the American government. What other um, uh, changes could, would tourists see as they visited um, the our nation's capital?
0: Uh, well, you have the Denzel Washington Monument.
1: <laughs> really? Yeah. Is that just the wa- what? OK, well, I'm, you know, I'm going to back off here and just ask,
0: what is that? It's the Washington Monument, but it's just been repurposed. Mm hmm. To honor Denzel Washington, who's a legendary actor. He's great. And, uh, and they just felt like it was, it was time. George Washington has had, you know, 200 something years of being appreciated. Now it's Denzel's turn. So is this more about Denzel or more about sort of saying we're,
1: we've had enough of George?
0: It's, it's a, it's a little bit of both to be honest. Okay. You know, um, they, you know, George had a good run but it's just, it's time for change. And, you know, and and that's super clear when you go to the Lincoln Park Memorial.
1: A a repurposing of the Lincoln Memorial to honor uh, the rock band
0: Lincoln Park? That's correct. That's good. Yeah, you figured that out. (laughs) Uh, So what they did was they just kind of lopped off Abraham Lincoln's head. Sure. And they attached a, a rotating head that has all the band members of Lincoln park. And so every hour uh, it turns to a new head and it's, you know, the changing of the guard ceremony. I was just going to say, yep, yeah, mm-hmm. it's very similar. So you line up you wait, and then you watch as the head turns to the new face and then everybody cheers and they come back about 58 minutes later.
1: Wow. Everyone really wants to see these faces of, of musicians. They don't really know or recognize. That's so true. boy. Well, that's a really exciting change. I'm glad we're getting out of all these colonial uh, uh, relics yeah. out of um, out of circulation.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's in, you know, that the Lincoln Park Memorial is not far from the Supremes Court.
1: What what sort of business is down at the Supremes Court? Singing. <laughs>
0: it's an anim- animatronic band.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And, uh, they, they sing all the hits, all the hits, all the hits,
1: uh, Roe versus Wade.
0: Yep. They, they created some new songs. Mm-hmm. Um, Mr. Mis- you know, Mr. Abortion stay away do do, you know, that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah. No, that's, that's directly from the Roe versus Wade lyrics. Yeah. Well, you do know a lot about music that still holds true uh, even in other bits. Love music. Man. That's really impressive. What sort of changes are going to be done? You know, one of the top attractions in the former district of Columbia, now the state of Washington, D.C., is the uh, Smithsonian Museum. Yeah. So many of America's great artifacts uh, and relics of the past are, are located there. What sort of changes can we expect, um, expect there?
0: It will be the Smithsonian Ear and Space and Wrap Museum. Oh. <laughs> so you're going to have, you know, you'll have the Apollo 11 capsule. Okay. Cool. Brilliant. Uh, and then next to that, it'll be a wax statues of Run DMC <laughs> and their contributions to to music. Okay. Yeah. Which is are, are great, substantial. Yeah. Um. You'll be able to stand next to like the Saturn V rocket engines that wow. are enormous. In wow. Compar- That's awesome. Yeah. In comparison to a statue of Tupac Shakur, which just you know he's he's dwarfed in front of these engines. Of
1: course. Now. Is it a statue, or did they just they just find the body?
0: Yeah, it's I mean it's it's Tupac, and they they've just they've preserved him in argon, just like the Constitution. So there's no decomposition.
1: That's good. I, I find so many museum goers don't want to see um, rap stars
0: decomposing. Yeah, that stuff is is le- best left to the North Koreans and the Chinese, and the Russians.
1: Yeah 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 um well, boy, what it's an interesting it's an interesting choice to sort of combine these uh, uh fields into one museum.
0: yeah, it is. I mean, it's an interesting choice to combine a, a small town into a state, <laughs> if you think about it. Jack. Yes, Brian. As you know, as as a podcast grows, its audience sponsors come up, and and uh, and of course, I say absolutely, we'll take it. And they say, well, hold on a second, we need Jack to read uh, on air the script first to see if, if if it's something we want to pursue.
1: Okay, yeah, I, I we we did this once before. I, I sort of it, it didn't go well, but I, so I'm very anxious to to get some money coming in for this
0: podcast. This is vitally important. It is important. And it's a great opportunity. Uh, They recognize that there's a lot of potential here. Mm -hmm. And so uh, there's, we have a company that's interested in, in being a sponsor. They would just like you to read their spot. Yes. Great. I'd love and, to. Let's do it. And as long as you honor their product and you don't, uh, you don't laugh or anything, then, then we're going to get paid. We're going to get some moolah, as we say in the podcasting business.
1: Yes. I'm so excited. So, uh, just send it to me so I can read it ahead of time. Cause I haven't read it yet. That's, and uh, and I, I, this way I won't laugh or, 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 or
0: cry or do anything. That's th- That's the thing. They just want you to read it cold. They don't want you to pre-read anything. And that's how they do it in advertising. Is that true? I know you worked in advertising, so I, I will trust you, but it seems strange. I know it's strange. <sighs> okay. It's coming your way. Yeah, I heard that
1: sound, I guess so. Okay, all right. Eh, this won't be a problem. It's How bad could it be? It's just some ad copy for like a Whopper Jr. or something, right? All right, Brian, I got it. I've opened it up and I'm ready to go. Just tell me when you're ready. Start reading. Okay, here we go. Questionable material with Jack and Brian is brought to you by Purdue Chicken. In 1939, Frank Purdue had a dream to produce the world's finest wines using vines taken from the most prestigious vineyards in France. But then a chicken killed his dad. And Frank's life changed <laughs> direction forever. Well, <laughs> while caressing the bloodied body of his dead departed father, Frank promised his dad's spirit that he would become a chicken, <laughs> promise his dad's <clears throat> spirit that he would become a chicken Hitler, laying a path of death and devastation that continues to this day. That's why Purdue chicken breasts are literally <laughs> are literally ripped off of live chickens in front of scr- <laughs> sorry <clears throat> in front of their screaming chicken families. Purdue chicken wings are harvested with no anesthetic and absolutely no mercy. The death of any chicken brings a smile to Frank, <laughs> to Frank Purdue's face, and Frank will only use urinals that have chicken pictures in them. And while Frank Purdue realized that his beloved Pappy Purdue was, was murdered in a single act by an individual musket-bearing chicken, he holds all chickens accountable for that crime and will not rest until all chickens are rooted out and destroyed. <laughs> Fuck you, chickens. <laughs> <laughs> Purdue chicken. Available in most supermarkets. Even crappy ones like Price Chopper and Piggly Wiggly. Oy. All right.
0: God, the unnecessary vulgarity. You know, the, their copywriters thought it was necessary, but it's, um doesn't matter, you know, vulgar or not, there's no money to be made from Purdue.
1: I mean, is that really my fault? I mean, don't don't tell the backstory. Just talk about how your chicken is delicious. No antibiotics or whatever.
0: We are at the mercy of the ad people. You know, they, they tell us what they want us to say. We're basically like puppets. They put the words in our mouths. Unfortunately, those words came out not so serious from you. And it's, it's, it's going to cost us, but we have another potential sponsor. Okay, good. i sorry. It's okay. It happens.
1: I wish I could read these ahead of time. That's what really just gets me.
0: Yeah. It's just a thing. It's an advertising thing. Cold, cold reads is what's what it's at. That's what David Ogilvy used to say. Okay.
1: And, but to rip the, the breasts off the chicken while they're alive.
0: That seems terrible. I didn't know they did that. That's, that's changed the chicken for me. I, might, yeah, I sure. might switch to beyond meat.
1: <laughs> okay. I just uh, received the most recent uh, script and I'm ready to go whenever you are. Very good. Take it away. Thank you. Questionable material with Jack and Brian is brought to you by random house publisher of the new children's book, Timmy holiday and his magic wand as a student at Harperville middle school, Timmy holiday's life is nothing but bullies and boredom. But when he discovers a magic wand that can trigger spontaneous menopause, Things are bound to change. Watch the bullied become the bully as Timmy and his dog, Lulu Bell, completely shut down the reproductive systems of girls and women for no reason. <laughs> Timmy Holiday and his Magic Wand, a story about childhood, small towns, friendship, and the ability to wreak devastating biological havoc on innocent people for no discernible reason. Available now as an ebook or paperback in the Fantasy Spontaneous Menopause section.
0: <laughs> Hmm. Okay. Um, I guess it goes without saying that we didn't get that one. Yeah, I guess it does. Uh, man, random house is all in on that book. Uh, you know, it sounds, I mean, I'm actually kind of tempted. It sounds like my kids read books and that seems like right up their alley.
1: Yeah. That's, I'm not, what does that say about your kids? They're readers. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's an interpretation of what your kids are. That is one interpretation. All right. Well, Mm -hmm. I
0: guess we won't be getting a free copy of that book.
1: that's the other thing. Not only did we not get the money, but I love
0: the free swag that comes in the entertainment industry. Yeah. Well, speaking of free, here's another script. Oh, cool. You just got to read it respectfully and write. Just do do a good thing with it. Don't, don't show me up on
1: the, on the show. Give me that note afterwards. I'm embarrassed enough as it is. I'm embarrassed too. (laughs) Great. Okay. I just received the script. Yeah. This one looks fairly short. I'm sure I can nail this one. Take her away. Okay. Questionable material with Jack and Brian is brought to you by Harper Collins, publisher of Lady Vengeance. Monica Jessup was a beloved middle school teacher with a loving new husband and her whole life ahead of her until, (laughs) until a psychopathic student destroyed her ability to have children Join Monica on a quest for justice as she valiantly pursues the remorseless maniac responsible for triggering her spontaneous menopause, utterly destroying her reproductive system and her marriage for no reason. This book may be too graphic for some ages, as the cathartic ending involves the disembowelment of a middle school boy, Lady Vengeance, available now in paper book or as an e-book.
0: Oh, paper book.
1: Yeah. Paper book.
0: Well, did I say paper book you or did, paperback? You said paper book, but you know, people know what it means. It doesn't matter anyway. We're not selling any of these because they, <sighs> they're they going to Harper Collins wants nothing to do with us now. I mean, to lose all the big publishing houses in one episode is a blow. I'm going to be honest. Uh, that's just a bummer. and its seems- It
1: seems like the, uh, the, the publishing wards have
0: gotten heated up. Feels a little personal. It does. Yeah. All right. Another potential sponsor just sent your way. Well, I'm excited that we have four great options
1: here. Uh, You know, this one, I am focused. No shenanigans. I'm ready to go. Um, I've opened it. I've not read it. Let's do this. Please take her away. Okay. Questionable material with Jack and Brian is brought to you by Simon & Schuster, a publishing powerhouse for 97 years. Simon & Schuster is proud to announce the newest book by youth psychologist, And PTSD expert, Amy Adrecker. Overcoming Trauma explores the root causes of PTSD in middle school children, as well as ways to overcome it. The book features insight, analysis, and interviews with PTSD survivors from bullied middle school kids, middle schoolers, and young adults who suffered spontaneous menopause. And witnesses of an unprecedented classroom (laughs) disemboweling. Overcoming Trauma, in stores and online now.
0: Uh, okay, that's a shame because Simon and Schuster was one of the publishers that published one of my books. I thought we might have a chance there, like a little extra connection. But I'm pretty sure they're going to hold that against you. We're bound to get sponsors. They're coming. You can feel it. Just got to be able to read the damn script. Anyway, enough. Okay. Enough. All right. Sorry. I, all right. Anyway, let's just thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. Uh, appreciate it. Have a great day. How's that? fine please okay. uh f- please uh, follow us uh, is it follow now they switch it from subscribe to follow doesn't matter doesn't matter anymore jack's upset he's angry he's hurt he's squandered multiple opportunities uh, for income and uh it's because he can't take something seriously he can't uh, he can't just be a, a professional and it's, it's it sucks it really sucks yeah, i forget it. who cares That was questionable material. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast. Make sure to review the podcast. Make sure to visit QMPodcast.com.